0: You're listening to Prairie Justice, a Greg Sanders Vigilante podcast. Prairie Justice presents the Seven Soldiers of Victory. Howdy, and welcome back to Prairie Justice, the Greg Saunders Vigilante Podcast. Once again, I'm Ranger Gord, and straight into business this week, or actually these number of weeks, however long it takes to get this out, uh, we are going to be looking at Leading Comics number two, and as we said in the intro, this is the second appearance of the Seven Soldiers of Victory. So this will be part one of a seven-part uh series that we'll be uh, issuing and uh, as I'm waiting until I actually have all of the parts together and then what I will do is uh, release them periodically. I haven't quite decided whether I'll do them daily or twice weekly or whatever but a little more advantageous way of you being able to access and listen to this show. So you can listen to it in uh, seven chunks or Throw it together in one big chunk. I really don't care how you do it, as long as you listen. So, as I said, I'm going to get straight into the heart of the story here. Uh, this is Leading Comics number two. Uh, came onto the sale March 18th, 1942, to be the spring 1942 issue as a quarterly. So it went on date on sale the same date as the prior Action Comics number 48 that was in our our last edition of the vigilante show and of course this is going to feature our uh, seven soldiers the shining knight star-spangled Kid and stripesy vigilante crimson avenger and green arrow and speedy once again in chapters that will all make a complete 64 page story for 10 cents i wonder what a 64 page story would be Cost today probably about ten bucks, I would think. The writer on this story, or writers, I shall say, in the leading comics number one, we had writer artists slash artists. Today we have two credited writers, Mort Weisinger and Bill Finger, and that is a power couple for the Golden Age. Bill Finger, of course, being. One of the long-beleaguered co-creators of Batman, and some people might argue the creator, but I'm not going to get into that today. Our editor, uh, keeping this all together, is once again Frederick Whitney Ellsworth. Our artists uh, on our f- our five interim chapters are going to be Mort Meskin on Vigilante, Craig Flessel on Shining Knight, Harold Sherman on the Star-Spangled Kid and Stripesy, George Papp on Green Arrow and Speedy, and John Lettie, um, I believe that's how you pronounce it, on the Crimson Avenger. And I believe that Mort Meskin is doing the opening and closing framing. So we're in for a treat. Um, our villains are going to be Black Star. Once again, we're going to have a Mastermind villain. And our, sh- our, uh, our shorter villains are... Uh, Interim villains are going to be False Face, no relation to the uh, Batman villain from the old TV show, uh, Captain Big, Hopper, the Brain, and the Rattler. And apparently, according to Mike's Amazing World of DC Comics, which I have gathered this information from, none of these villains have ever appeared again. And which kind of confused me because I thought the Rattler was a periodic vigilante. Villain. And in going back through my uh, indexes, I find that this is the only appearance of the Rattler. So I guess uh, it's a little bit of a false memory from my childhood. This is actually the first time I ever saw uh, the leading comics story when I was 10 years old. Now, how did I see this when I was 10 years old, you ask Ranger Gord? Uh, we know that things are slow getting up to Canada, but we don't think they're that slow. That 1942 comics uh, didn't get to uh, Tabor, Alberta until your period of of life well no and both of this story was reprinted in um, two parts back in the days when we had 60 cent 100 page super spectaculars and the title that they appeared in was Justice League of America number 111 and number 112 and what sticks in my memory for this, uh, besides the Seven Soldiers, was this was also the issue uh, in, the, in the new uh, material that appeared around it. We had the very first appearance of the Injustice Gang of the World. And that was a number of villains that were supposed to counter the Justice League of America. And it was the tattooed man, the shadow thief, Kronos, Poison Ivy, back when she was dressed a uh, mirror master and the scarecrow and in the second part of uh in number one one two uh we had a mazo and it was actually a two-part story uh the story was also reprinted in uh, just as our first uh leading comics was story was in the seven soldiers of victory archives volume one hardcover published in 2005. And we're gonna begin by just chatting a little bit about the Leading Comics number two cover here. And first I wanna begin with a little bit of a mia culpa. I have a little crow to eat. In my very lengthy uh, take on the Leading Comics number one, I happen to uh, espouse that the Seven Soldiers of Victory were never actually called that as a team during the 1940s, that it was probably birthed by Len Wein, in uh, gla 100 in 1972 and you know what i have to uh, take that back folks because here on this cover even though it's in very very small type it says the seven soldiers of victory versus the black star now in my uh, defense very few of the other covers i think i found one other cover that they talked about the seven soldiers of victory again in very sp- small type and they never seem to use that in a logo on the interior of the story so i don't know what the mystery is as to why it was uh so difficult to get that name of the group out there it just seems to be a bit of a branding faux pas so maybe the idea was they wanted to feature the uh the characters and not so much the uh the group so i, I guess that uh, dc is still trying to figure out how to how to brand a super team now once we're past all of that um mm, that crow was delicious uh, the cover sort of makes up for my little faux pas it's on a white field which you would think would be very boring we've got the dc bullet in the right hand corner um, in the right, left-hand corner, number two, spring issue. And uh, going back to my branding issue, five favorite features. See, again, that's very confusing because it's calling five features that's going to be in the comics. And now on the bottom, it's Seven Soldiers of Victory versus the Black Star. So you've got this uh, sort of this mixed concept of solo stories that make up a greater story. And, of course, the Leading Comics logo, 10 cents. Ugh, just... Ugh. Anyway, that just makes me giddy. We have a very large black star against this white field. So Meskin knows how to use his color. And inside the black star, you have a picture, a headshot of the villain black star. Uh, he's wearing a black cowl. And his facial features and his very prominent ears are greenish, with a greenish glow coming off of him. That doesn't mean he's a green-faced criminal. We're not looking at Brainiac here. This just seems to be um, Meskin or the colorists really playing with the colors here. And And it really works, not so much because of the face, but when you see the different cascades that are coming from the center of the villain's face. And on top of the Black Star... Uh, we have him left to right Star Spangled Kid is holding a coil of rope he must be borrowed the Vigis lariat uh, Stripesy is crawling up the other end of the star uh, Sir Justin the Shining Knight he's on the other point of the star standing up, up there with his sword at the ready down at the bottom of the star in the right hand corner is Green Arrow and Speedy Green Arrow seems to have brown hair and speedy's wearing a red hat now this is all very very tricky things if you're very concerned whether we have an earth 2 green arrow and an earth 2 speedy and uh, <laughs> that's the last reference I'm going to make to the star girl spring break special this is a 1942 comic as far as I'm concerned this is the original green arrow and speedy and finally, over in the left-hand corner, uh, Vigilante and Crimson Avenger are um, touching the Black Star on the other side. And it's a Mort Meskin cover, and not to belabor the point, Seven Soldiers of Victory versus the Black Star. <clears throat> Great crow pie there. <clears throat> Wonderful. So, without further ado, let's head into our story. Beware. The Black Star Shines. (laughs) The Page One Splash opens with a recreation of our cover. The disembodied head of the Black Star cocooned within his own emblem. And on the five points of his star, the Kid and Stripesy, Speedy and Green Arrow. The Shining Knight, The Crimson Avenger, and The Vigilante. Deadly black light that burns out the good in man and leaves only evil. Five searing rays, each a sword thrust at the heart of society. This is the brand of the Black Star, whose Diabolical design for stealing confused the champions of American justice. Rocked the earth with his whispered warning. Beware. The black star shines. We open in the interior of a luxurious limousine. The sleek Pemberton car threads the way through the city's business district. Put down that book, Sylvester. Today you're going to learn about banking. Don't be tiresome, Father. Anthropology is far more interesting than finance. Sorry, sir. You'll have to walk to the bank from here. They're repairing the street. Really, Dad, you could hire a more efficient chauffeur. How many times must I insist that you fire Dugan? You can't spend your life buried in books, son. Those men over there accomplish much more in an hour than you do in a year. You must learn to work, too. Please, stop lecturing me, Dad. You're boring me. As Pemberton and his father enter the bank, there is a thundering explosion as tons of water surge out of busted water mains in a foaming geyser. There she goes, straight at the bank. Just the way the black star planned the job. Them stones won't last a minute. Hurry up, Rattler. Get into your raincoat. Battered by the brute force of hydraulic pressure, solid rock crumbles like wet sand. Get moving, folks face. Tell Captain Big we're all set. Like weird monsters from the ocean depths, five fantastic figures stalk into the flooded bank. This is a sticker. Don't anybody move if you don't want to drown with a ton of lead in you. Take care of these guys, Rettler. Me and the boys will take care of the cash, but good and quick. Confusion reigns, and the man-made deluge camouflages a daring coup—a a robbery! How terrible, Father! My nerves—I—I I feel faint. For heaven's sake, Sylvester! Haven't you any courage at all? Anybody follow us? and you'll catch worse than a cold. I've got to go after those crooks. This is worse than a sandstorm. I I can't keep my eyes open. A crime schedule clicks with clockwork precision as the thugs vault into... Okay, Mouse. Get this wagon moving fast. The rest of you guys put on them police uniforms. What a brain the Blackstar has. Using the cops to cover us up Who'd I think of searching a police car for us? A police car? Something must have happened back there. Looks like holy smoke, could I be dreaming? It's false fates, Captain Bake, the Hopper, the Brain, and the Rattler, all dressed as cops. It's a rogues gallery in uniform. Somebody must be kidding somebody, and I don't want it to be me. I've got to locate the kid. Like a human torpedo, Pat knifed through the waters to the core of the seething maelstrom. Master Sylvester, are you alright, sir? Cut the comedy, Pat, and let's get out of here. This water's produced something fishy. Maybe I'm crazy, kid, but I can swear I saw five cops driving away from here. And they were the spitting image of five crooks I'd like to get my fists on. You're not crazy, Pat. Those five thugs just pulled off one of the neatest jobs I've ever seen. There's got to be some reason why five victorious crooks join forces on this job. This is an ordinary crime, Pat, and it calls for extraordinary measures. Looks like we'll have to call a meeting of the legionnaires. Meanwhile, as the Lawless Five draw leisurely through the city, sneering at the thought of possible pursuit. This job was just a warm-up, but it provided us with capital. When do we really get to work? I'm itching for action. You'll get it, Rattler. Hey, Mouse, did you pick up them movie films like the Black Star told us? Yes, yes sir, I got them sir, but if I had known you were criminals, I wouldn't have taken the job. I wish to tend enter my resignation, sir. Okay, Mouse, my lad, you're fired just as soon as we're finished with you. What's the idea of Black Star only talking to what's in pictures? Couldn't he just as well call a meeting or something? Personally, I prefer this long distance method. I've been around some, but the Black Star seems a little too tough for my taste. Weird symbol of Black Star's power. The projector flashes an ominous image on the screen. This is the Black Star. Greetings, you men have followed my instructions well. Continue and there will be no limit to your success and power. Each of you will work alone from now on. Falseface goes to New Orleans. Captain Bake to Key West. The Hopper to Pleasure City. The Rattler to the Malapés in New Mexico. And the Brain to Twin Cities. When you reach your assigned destination, I will send motion picture films to you containing further instructions. If you carry out my plans, you cannot fail. But remember this. If you do fail, I will seek you out, no matter where you may hide. And then, beware my vengeance. That guy gives me the chills. Yeah, and he gives me ideas, too. We was just small time, my lads, until the Black Star took over. Now we got the chance to go places. Right. But with the swiftness of hunting falcons, the seven who are leagued against crime gather in answer to the Star Spangled Kid's call to arms. And I suspect that these five criminals have merged their sinister strength into one powerful organization against society and justice. Gentlemen, this calls for action from all of us. We're all riding the same saddle with you. I thought we pick up the trail at once. The arrow car, fastest vehicle on wheels, streaks the Legion of Seven to the scene of the crime. We saw them here, driving away in a police car. We may have to track them through the whole city. Hold on a minute. What's that in the street? Well, that looks like gunpowder to me. Gunpowder. You said it, Green Arrow. They must have plenty in their car. And they used it to blow up the mains. It's been leaking out. A spark flies from the supercharged exhaust of the arrow car and touches off the train of explosives. Watch out, the powder's been fired! Out of the way, everybody! Abruptly, a searing line of fire flares along the city streets after the fleeing car. Hula, down there! I can trace the flames from here. The scurvy names are at the other end. Forward! As the legionnaires charge on their prey, The remnants of the dynamite explode within the holder car. We're too late. Those crooks have escaped into the terminal. Not a chance of digging them out of those crowds. We couldn't even find what trains they took. But here's one villain who did not get away. Now, sirrah. Speak before I carve you into mincemeat. I, 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 don't know any, any anything. I, I don't, I don't even know what you're t- talking about. Come on, brother. Out with it. Oh, please stop. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. They, they gave me a, a job driving for them. They, they said the whole thing was a joke. I, I, I didn't even know they were crooks. Hold everything, kid. Here's something I picked up from the wreck. A piece of film. Instructions from the Black Star. Says here for False Face to go to New Orleans and for Captain Big to go to Key West. False Face. Can. that's the name for me. I'm off to this New Orleans town. I think we'll take on Captain Big, A-Stripesy. It'll be just a big enough nut for us to crack. So the Hopper hops off to Pleasure City. Looks like he's got a date with us, Speedy. The Rattler to the Malibes? Well, that country suits me fine. I'll be off pronto. That leaves me Twin City. Well, no single city'll be big enough to hold the brain when I get there. My friends? Once again, we act together in a pitched battle with organized crime. I move we follow our regular custom and meet again in a week to report to each other and to consider what else may have to be done about this mysterious black star and his scurvy band. In our next edition, Sir Justin, The Shining Knight travels to the Big Easy of New Orleans to take on the menace of false face. On the next thrilling episode of Prairie Justice presents the Seven Soldiers of Victory. Okay a few brief notes on this story. And I'm going to make these brief. I wanted the uh, the star of this these episodes to be the uh, the actual comics themselves. In fact, I'm not even going to do a lead-out uh, theme on any of these episodes. These next seven episodes, uh, we of course begin very quickly with the Pembertons, and uh, it's very interesting to see Sylvester Pemberton, uh, his father John, and Pat Dugan in their well at least this for the uh, Sylvester and pat there're secret identities as the young uh, spoiled uh, millionaire boy and pat as the uh as the chauffeur and it's kind of funny i i've never seen this in any other duo at least in the 1940s they kind of bust each other's balls a little bit uh you can argue that this is part of keeping the identity but uh they're kind of having fun with each other as uh, Sylvester considers himself the leader of the team, and he likes to just knock Pat down a little bit to his dad. and It's sort of similar to The Greatest American Hero and the uh, relationship to between William Cat and Robert Culp and their characters, um, Hinkley and Maxwell. Um, they love each other, they'll die for each other, but... Uh, the rest of the time, they just like to really kid around and and, and, and just give each other a bit of a hard time. Uh, our five uh, Black Stars minions are all in disguise through most of this episode. Uh, first, they're just sort of in uh, white or yellowish uh, hoods and, and pajamas kind of a thing. You really only see their heads now and then. And since we don't really know the characters yet, uh, until you get to the middle chapters, you won't really know who any of them are at this point in time. And it's uh, very interesting that uh, as these characters also are revealed as they change from their uh, pajama sort of and hood costumes into positions as policemen. And we find out false face Captain Big, the Hopper, and the Brain, the Rattler, are going to be our villains for the uh, for the succeeding chapters that we're going to get. And it's, uh, I guess it's very interesting that these characters seek to rob the Pembertons first. Uh, what if they had robbed somebody else that weren't exactly superhero identities? Uh, so the Black Star may have gotten ahead of time. Blackstar appears only in film as a disembodied face and uh, as the, uh, the criminals dressed as policemen steal a film and watch it and, get and receive their orders by, well, video. So I guess if this was today, they'd probably get a YouTube email to them. And there's a little character named Mouse that hands them this film. Keep your eyes on the mouse, folks. And, of course, in the course of robbing the Pembertons, of course, brings it to the attention of the entire uh, seven soldiers of victory who do gather and are managed to track down the clues as to where the the villains are heading, mostly because they force mouse to talk to give them the locations. And they also managed to have a look at that uh, that film. Now this is all very calculated by the Black Star to get these uh, to get the villains off to their place and I think also to get the Seven Soldiers a victory, at least, uh, but the writer calculates this, to get them to the locales. And they are headed off to New Orleans, of course, for the Shining Night, Uh Kid, the kid and Stripes here are going to the Florida Keys. Green Arrow and Speedy are going to Pleasure City, which in those times is not yet Las Vegas. Las Vegas hasn't been founded as a as a, uh, as a resort town. So they're probably headed to the Boardwalk Atlantic City. Vigilante's go off to the deserts of New Mexico and the Crimson Avenger just mentions Twin City. Well, to me that, of course, is St. Paul, Minneapolis, Minnesota. And, if, and as usual, uh, Sir Justin takes the lead, tells everybody what to do, and says, be back here in a week. So once again, uh, Sir Justin is putting a time limit on getting to their locations and, uh, and recalling backwards. So we'll uh, see you in the next chapter, which will feature... That self-same shining night in New Orleans.